like they're hanging between your legs. Do we have any guys that can let us know? Hot as balls. Say you listen, but you're missing what it's all about. guys welcome back to another episode of yeah no i know my name is Kristen. i'm jenna and i'm brooklyn and this is yeah no i know <laughs> yes sure is <laughs> if you haven't figured it out already <laughs> in case you didn't know we're gonna say it a few more times um okay what are we talking about today ladies um uh we are going to talk about something i think a lot of women can relate to and that is being a professional overgiver. <laughs> professional over <laughs> Jenna's term. Yeah, that's my my own term. I think you said something about a professional oversharer. Yes. Yeah. So I just tweaked it to overgiver. Um so I know in my own life I have struggled with this. I have been the victim of this. I am a recovering addict of this. <laughs> so um I think it can relate in so many different aspects of people's lives, whether it has to do with your kids or your parents or your friends or coworkers or... Or your job. Yeah, your job, anything. Like, um, I know that I know that it can be very taxing on the person who is giving, but then I also know that, like, it can be taxing on the people who are receiving because I have been on both ends of it. And um, it's just this really tangled web, and I feel like... People don't talk about it, so that's why I wanted to talk about it. See if anybody else can relate. Um. I feel like it's such a mom thing. Like I feel like you know what's so funny is I don't feel like it's a guy thing necessarily. Like I don't hear any guys that are like, "Oh my gosh, I just overgive." Like I feel like it's always women, and I feel like there's almost like something that's like coded in our DNA that we just do, 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 and give, 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 and go, 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 and yeah, it's just hard for us to stop. Um, and maybe, I don't know, I don't know what the psychology is behind that. Maybe it, it has to do like related to mom guilt. I don't know, but. Well, being needed, I think like there's some, I think there's a lot, I think it comes from a diff, a lot of different places for different people. I think mm -hmm. some people, they, they like being needed. Some people want to be accepted. Some people want to like, they use it as a way to pe keep people close. They do it as a way to prove that they're a good person. Um, I know that like being on the receiving end of it, it comes with a lot of expectations. It comes with a lot of like unsaid um, expectations. Mm -hmm. um, so like it can be like a parent-child relationship. Um, it can be, I mean, I, I see that I even do it with my kids, you know, like I'm like, oh, but I do this, 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 and this. And I have these expectations of what I want in return. And when I don't get those, I'm hurt or I'm whatever. But then I can also see like, being on the receiving end of it, having that with like people like, let's just say my parents, like it can make you want to push people away, um, which is the exact opposite of what the person who's giving wants. Um, they want to genuinely help the person, but they can end up being hurt too, which again, I have been on that end too, where I give like past friendships, like I've given and given and given, and I felt like I did not get what I wanted in return, which was certain expectations of what I felt was important in friendship. And I would not get that in return. So then I just cut people off. Like I'll give and give and give and give and give and give. But when I'm done, I'm done. And because I'm so hurt. But is that healthy? <laughs> like people are like, oh, put up boundaries, cut people off. But I feel like it's all so 
tangled. It's such a tangled web. And I definitely think I need to go to counseling for it. So maybe I'll come (laughs) back to this later. But I'm just wondering, I feel like so many women can relate to this. And there are so many different aspects of our life that it leaks into. And it can be so damaging to so many different types of relationships. So So like when is, when, where's that line? You know, Mm -hmm. when is, when is giving too much? Like I think, so let's talk like friendships, like like where where's that line drawn and it's like I also think about too like when I was younger I would always get like really disappointed in my friends that they didn't do this or they didn't show up for that or whatever and my mom I remember at a young age told me she's like Brooklyn well she calls me Brooke (laughs) she's like Brooke you can't expect people to be the same kind of friend to you as you are to them because she was like I, I don't want to say this because I feel like it sounds bad saying it but my mom was like you're just so caring and so giving and they're just not. And mm-hmm. so it's one of those things. It's like, well, maybe they are, but maybe it's in other ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I don't want to like judge and say like, oh, they weren't giving or, you know, because um, maybe they were just in other ways. But so like, do you draw a line? Like, do you draw a boundary or do you just accept, okay, that's who they are and that's how they operate and function in our friendship. And I'm not going to stop being myself and giving because that's me and that's who I am. You know, like, do Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of confusing, but it's like, do you, because I I had a girlfriend that we were friends from a really young age and she just kept disappointing me. And Mm -hmm. we even took a pause on our friendship and then we came back to the friendship and there was things that like she told me she would show up for and she didn't show up. And then there was things that, Like I invited her and she just didn't respond or didn't come and very important things in my life. Mm -hmm. And I remember having conversations again with my mom, like at a young age. And she said, you can either accept her for who she is and just choose to love her anyways, but don't let that make you not be who you are Mm -hmm. in the friendship, you know, but if you choose that you don't want that kind of friendship, then you can, you have that choice to walk away from it. You know, and so and so I made that decision like, okay, I'm just going to love her for who she is. And if I get disappointed or if she doesn't rise up to the standards that I have put in place for friendship, then that's I don't hold it against her anymore. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry. That was kind of a lot. I feel like that was confusing. I think the general consensus is boundaries, right? Like setting boundaries for yourself, setting setting boundaries for other people and making those boundaries extremely clear. And but I feel like. As women, we have a hard time setting boundaries, too. Like, we have a hard time saying no. I know personally, like, it took me a while. It took me till being with Ken to realize that when people tell you no, it doesn't mean I don't love you. <laughs> like, to me, no, no meant, like, push harder. No meant, mm. like, try harder. No meant maybe. Um, so that's another thing, too. So, like, I hate saying no to people. Like, saying yes and doing things for people equals that you care, Um, but then the problem is, is like you do that in every single aspect of your life and you're going to fall short somewhere because you Mm -hmm. can't give 110% to everybody. And then other people fall short. And usually the people that fall short are the people that are closest to you. Mm -hmm. Um, cause those are the people that you feel like aren't going to go anywhere. So, um, but yeah, I had, I had a, I've had a lot of friends actually that I have like given and given and given like opportunities, job opportunities, um, birthdays, baby showers. I mean, you know, not you. <laughs> I was say, you do, you really did well on that. <laughs> but, <killed> it. <laughs> um, but I feel like 
it wasn't reciprocated the way that I wanted it to be in these past relationships, it eats away at you because like you tend to not say anything about it. And then it'll come out in these other faucets of your life. And then you have this big blow up and it's over something that is not actually what the problem is about to begin with. And so it's like, so then you just stop being a giver and then you become a bitch. (laughs) Cause I know like, I will just like be like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm done caring about what people think. I'm done caring about like giving to people. But then you don't want to be that person because it's not in your nature. That's so you. yeah, it's really it's really complicated. There just needs to be a way to, like you said, like set these expectations and know like it like almost like if somebody cheated on you, so you know what you're walking back into and you're accepting that you're going to be with that person, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what you have to do with friendships or business relationships or parent-child relationship. Yeah, I mean, I think I I don't like to say no either. Mm-hmm. So I'll try and take things on um, that maybe I need to say no to because it's like it's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can also relate to it in a work setting, like owning a business. Um, I gave and gave and gave to certain people. Um, like one person um, – she would always like she always would just be like fighting a cold or a sickness or something and so Uh, we got her like you know supplements and like whatnot we we would buy books for her for certain things that she was like you know battling or whatever I even bought her um a mattress like with my own money because she was saying how much her back always hurt because um of how bad her mattress was. So I Mm -hmm. bought her a mattress and had it shipped to her. And then I was just completely shit on by that person. Mm -hmm. And it sucks to like care so much about people and do things and go out of your way. So like, I feel like I'm jaded now. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I don't want to do that anymore. So, and it, and it's, and and that person's not the only person that that's happened with. And so I, you know, it sucks, but like it, it's like now if I, I feel like if I ever own a business again, I won't let myself get that close to employees and be friends with them. And it's really hard and do things like that because it's like, I just got shit on. So like, Mm -hmm. it sucks because like you try not to let that change your way about you because that's, that's what makes you you and that's what you enjoy doing and it feels good to help other people and you know and and lift them up and stuff but I just got shit on so many times by people that I did such nice things for um and so I'm kind of a little jaded now I feel like um so in that respect yeah and then you know in my personal life um I'm so busy too so it's it's almost hard to give too much in that in that space but I I feel like I judge and make a judgment call like when I can give a lot and when I want to and I make space for it you mm-hmm. know and I wouldn't say that I give that same level of giving for everything right. it's like situational almost mm-hmm. like when does that person need it you know um so that's kind of how I've been able to find like a happy balance but I also hate saying no mm-hmm. so I say yes a lot 
Mm-hmm. One, for how many people are professional overgivers. I feel there are a lot of professional takers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you get burned by a few of those and it makes you rethink your whole personality. You're like, okay, what am I going to do now? Because like, I don't want to do, I don't want to have that happen again. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then when you stop giving, it's then it's almost like, I know, so the bad guy. Like, well, why aren't you doing this anymore? And it's mm-hmm. like, well, can't do that forever, you know? I know on like the receiving end, like when people want to give you a lot, it can be overwhelming too. Like you don't want to tell people no. And yes, I mean, people want to take, you know, like um, if somebody wants to do something nice for them, it's like, you're not going to say no. You're gonna be like, oh, thank you. You know, like appreciate that. But I feel like there's always strings attached, Mm -hmm. um, even when it's not intentional, right? Like I know I've given things before and wasn't doing with any, no intentions of wanting anything in return, but then when a situation comes around and I'm like, oh, I wonder why they didn't do that. Or I wonder why they didn't say that. Or I wonder why they didn't stick up for me. Or I wonder why they weren't loyal in that particular circumstance. And it's like, you can't help but like attach things to things when you give them. Just like people can't help but attach things to things when they give them to you. It's weird for me too because I feel I'm on both ends of it. Um, so I don't know if there's anybody out there that has this experience and has any insight or has gone to counseling for this and has some sort of epiphany that they can share with us. Mm -hmm. I definitely am going to go and talk (laughs) to somebody about this because I feel like on both ends of it, it it can ruin relationships. And I feel like I can't really control how people are going to receive things or how they're going to treat me or whatever, but I can control how I react to it and how I like take it all in and um, how I process it and maybe open up some new neuro pathways in my mind and deal with things better or let go when I need to and not be afraid of losing people because I've lost a lot of people in my life. Um, and I think that I just try and like hold on so tightly sometimes it can like just completely fuck me over. So yeah. Yeah. Something you said reminded me this. Guy, I couldn't even tell you the guy's name. He was a football player and I loved what he said and it stuck with me. And he talks about the only things in life that you can control are your your effort, your actions, your response to things. And then they say actions already. Okay. Well, I got the four in there somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, you said all of them. So I think it comes down to that. Like those are the only things that you can control, right? So we can't control other people. We can't control their effort that they put into a friendship. We can't control the way that they react or respond to things to how we give or the things that we do. And so I think keeping those in mind, it it takes a lot of the pressure off of other people and just puts it on you. Like, here's the things that I can control in this friendship, this relationship, this business, you know, relationship, whatever it is, and just control the things that you can control and focus on that. And then I think it just comes down to communication and um if there are expectations then they need to be spoken like if it's especially like a dating relationship marriage friendship whatever it is you know jen and i like we talked about this recently that um my husband brought up the fact that both of us have very high standards for other people and these very high expectations but we don't communicate that to other people. And so then we're let down or we're disappointed because we feel that they didn't meet our expectations when we never told them in the first place. And so that's really not fair to anyone. And I feel like 
that can go for friendships, but I feel like so many people do that in relationships too, like with your mm -hmm. significant other, you know, and and, and business too, like employee-employer relationships. Yeah. Like you can have a certain like level of what you think should happen, but like not everybody is at that level of your work ethic. Yeah. Unspoken yeah. expectations will always go unmet. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think it can come down to communication. Mm -hmm. I have a question yes. for you both. Um, so do you feel like that aspect of your personality, like where you want to help people and give to people, um, do you feel that you're born with that or do you feel like that's something that you learned? I think it was taught. Okay. I think I learned it from my mom. Mm -hmm. I, I actually agree. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like I learned it from my mom. She yeah. is give, A professional give, give, give. overgiver. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yes. I learned it from her. Mm -hmm. I think it's a little bit of both for me. Like, um, I think that you have to have certain elements to your personality there. Like, you have to be caring mm -hmm. and care about people that – whether it's someone you know or, you know, people give in all sorts of ways. Like, some people um, – do it to virtue signal, you know, and Wait, it's to to virtue signal where what they're like, mean? like, I don't know. I, I'm so I'll explain. So like when I'm on next door, I'll see someone write about how they like gave to someone who was less fortunate. And it's like all about mm. them. And Ew, it's just like, I hate that. Look what I did. Look what I did. I you know that. what I mean? So like there's people that do that. But I feel like in order to be like a truly giving person and not do it for a pat on the back. You have to be born with that to a certain extent to be caring in that way mm -hmm. where you can when you where you do that for people. Because mm -hmm. if you're very self-centered, um you don't naturally like you would literally have to learn how to be super giving. Yeah. I mean even the Bible even talks about that. It talks about like giving and doing it like in secret, you know, yeah. because yeah. if you're doing it just to get attention then it's like you should do it and do it in secret and also have no expectations of getting anything in return. That is a truly caring, giving person. And I think that that just does not – honestly, I don't think that really comes naturally to anyone. I just don't I think that we're born that way to not have any kind of expectations. And that's where that's where things get hairy, you know, because we all, we all give and then we have expectations and then they go unmet and then we're disappointed and – but I was going to say is I think that the people who maybe are seen or viewed as not caring, I think that that's also not in their nature. I think it's probably more because of circumstances and situations that they've been in that have made them not caring, you know? Um, yeah. And like people's they're perceptions. Jaded, yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. But I know like I – for me, it was always in relationships with guys. I felt like I always cared more and I always mm -hmm. gave more than they did. Yeah. And I did come to a point in my life where I decided, like, I always said, I was like, I just want someone who cares for me as much as I care for them. And, you know, people say, like, oh, there's always one person that cares more in the relationship. And I was like, no, I'm not going to believe that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I think – it, I think what it says to me personally, just kind of reflecting as you're talking about relationships and stuff is like when I if I give, then it's like I am showing you through actions like what where you are on my priority list, I think, because if you take the time, the energy, the money, whatever, that is showing somebody that they are a priority to you. So when you make somebody a priority and then you do not feel like you're a priority in return when the occasion arises, that can be really hurtful. Because to me, I think actions speak louder than words. You can tell me all day that you love me. You can tell me all day that I'm important to you. Mm -hmm. But if you don't actually show me and show up for me, 
then that's probably like the most hurtful thing. Like I can remember being really, really young and like being really excited to go like shop for my friend's birthday gifts. And I'd put so much time and so much like, I would just think about it. You know, I put a lot of thought into them. And then like, let's just say they didn't do anything for my, and I'm talking like junior high, like elementary school, like little. And so I think that's where it like began for me was like being disappointed by my friends and then feeling like they weren't really my friends. I don't know. I got issues. I feel like it could <laughs> We've all got down. issues. <laughs> well, it could come down to like people's love languages too. Yeah, yeah that's what gifts. I was thinking about too. And it's so- gifts, but it's, here's the thing though. Like, I feel like, like saying your love language is gifts. In the book, it says it's not just presence, it's presence, like your presence. So it's, the gift is great, but it's the thought behind the gift. It's yes. that I know that you took the time. You It shows how well you know me. It shows that you know what's important to me or, or what I like or what I don't like. Like I know that you spent at least a good hour thinking about me. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel special. Also your presence. When something's going on, like show up for me and have my back. Like absolutely, like that's love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, like I said, that it could come down to people's love languages. Mm-hmm. And that's, I heard one time, you know how everyone says like, oh, treat everyone the way that you would like to be treated? That's, that's not hard. true. Well, it's not true. Yeah. Treat everyone the way that they it, want yeah, to, be to be treated. treated. Yeah. Because what the way that I would want to be treated is not necessarily the way that you or you would feel love or receive love from me, you know? So it's, it's I think, taking time to learn that person, I guess, mm-hmm. and learn the people that are you know, important to you and like learning what matters to them, the things that they like and trying to treat them the way that they would want to be treated, not mm-hmm. the way you want to be treated. It's very interesting. Yeah. And I think that's why like maybe some people cliff, click too, like, because I know I've had friends that I've introduced to friends, like my ex-best friend and my old best friend, and like they just clicked. And well, I was like, like, I introduced you to you just click. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, maybe that's a similar love language. Maybe it's just easier. Maybe. Like you just don't even have to try. You know what I mean? Where with other people or other relationships, you just have to try harder. And that would make sense because I feel like me and like, let's just say my mom's love language is very different. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's harder. Do we love each other? Absolutely. But like, is it a harder relationship? You think like you have to really them. put like, yourself in the other. Want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a little harder. So that's why it makes it harder when you're dating someone who has a different lo- love uh, language yeah. or married to. Yeah. Because it's like if your words of affirmation or whatever and like they don't ever say certain things, it can make it difficult mm-hmm. and you feel less loved because they don't say the things that you need them to say when really what they're showing you is by do that they love you by doing things for you but you you don't perceive that as they are yeah Yeah, it's like it does make it challenging because it's like well I do I did all of that for you because I was showing you that I loved you and Mm -hmm. then you're like wait a second that doesn't seem like love to me because I need the words yeah so you kind Mm -hmm. of do have to think like the other person and treat you know you don't treat them necessarily how you want to be treated but you got to do things for them that are their love language. Mm-hmm. I think that's why as you get older, you just have less friends, <laughs> you know, because you just get tired. Like there's so many different relationships and you have your kids and you have your husbands and like you just can't give that much anymore. I think it's true because like you, there's all these memes about like making plans like that you're never going to yeah. like planning a vacation that you're never going to go on together, mm-hmm. you know, and yep. stuff like that. Yep. So, yeah, it just comes down to what your priorities are. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. We'll see. We'll come back with updates. Hopefully, they'll have some input. Yeah, help us in the comments of. below. And what kind of person are you? Are you a giver? Do you think you're born with it? Did you learn it? Where does are it come you from? a taker? I was gonna say I don't think Let's anyone's gonna deep. admit or anyone. No one's gonna be like, oh, I'm a taker. 
I don't think so. Some people listening because to this I, probably know though. I feel like, like oh, a lot of people me. that are takers think that they're givers. Yeah, I was about to say you'd have to you'd have to be in touch with yourself enough to know that you have trouble being a taker. <laughs> you know, and yeah. like struggle with that. Yeah, I know I, I don't Some like people. to accept things from people. It's really hard. It's really hard to accept mm-hmm. things. Like it's really funny because I actually like have a really hard time accepting gifts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really weird. Like, I don't know, but like I love that they thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't I don't want people to I think I don't want people to give me anything because I don't want to owe anybody anything. Some psychology right there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. Let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Yep. Also, counsel us in the comments below if you know some shit we don't know. Yeah, yeah right. Do we have any counselor <laughs> listeners? Therapy and I want to know yeah. people's love languages too. Oh yeah. Like, oh, what's yeah. your love language? Do you like? Do you have the same as your spouse? A different one than your significant other? That's or... a good one. Yeah. Cool. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. Bye guys. Bye. Experiences. We encourage you to always do your own research and form your own opinions. Nothing one person says on this podcast goes for everyone here. Each individual speaking is speaking only for themselves and no one else on the podcast.